Hello everyone and welcome to the Banter Roundtable podcast. This is your host, Ben Cohen. And I'm Bob Seska. And I'm Justin Rosario. The Banter Roundtable podcast is brought to you by the Banter Newsletter. We rely on our generous subscribers to keep going, so please support us by signing up for a Banter membership today. everybody and welcome to the Banter Roundtable podcast. We're on episode 48 and I'm here today with my good friend and co-worker Justin Rosario. Justin, we're without Bob today. Bob has decided no! he's, got, he's got better things to do, uh, more important things to do like uh, uh, urgent family business. So whatever. Oh, fine. Oh, How I did you guess. like my, my Valley Girl accent? Uh, like my, yeah. Not great. Like- Oh my god, like whatever, Bob. Just like go and do whatever you want. God. <laughs> you, do, you do it better than me. I gotta say, with with the sort of uh with the New York tinged uh, was it the the um where were you raised again? In Brooklyn. In, in Brooklyn, yeah. The slightly Brooklyn tinged version of a Valley Girl accent is great. Thank you, thank you. It's, it's awesome. Um, anyway, everybody, we have a fantastic show for you today. We're going to be talking about all the hot topics in politics and culture this week. First of all, uh, the big news, obviously, Elon Musk now owns Twitter. Hooray. Hey. Uh, we've, Kanye West has basi- has is now no longer a billionaire. Um, continue, continue, continuing his war on Jews. And we're going to be talking a bit about that. And... Um, how awful this is basically for Jews all over the world uh, and uh, why um, Kanye, <laughs> we'll talk about the story about Kanye West going to the sketches. Um, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty, that was, that was pretty funny. And then we've got a slightly troubling um, scenario in Georgia where Herschel Walker and um, Raphael Warnock appear to be tied in a race for the, for the Georgia Senate. Uh, Chuck Schumer is worried he was overheard talking to Biden. He's con- worried about that. Should we be worried? What does this say about America if somebody like Herschel Walker can win? Um, we're going to be discussing the John Fetterman hypocrisy on the right. So uh, the right has been very concerned over John Fetterman's physical health after he had a debate performance with Dr. Oz, Trump, Trump-backed candidate Dr. Oz. We're going to be talking about that and um, why the concern trolling is uh, hypocritical, stupid, and wrong. Then we have our both sides segment. We've got some real peaches for you today. And then in our members-only podcast, Justin and I are going to be talking about what is a Jew. So both of us uh, grew up uh, in somewhat Jewish households. We have, uh, you know, being a Jew is part of our identity. We're going to talk about what that is, what that means, what our experiences were growing up Jewish, um, and how, like, you know, what does that mean today? What does it mean to be a Jew today? And the, the kind of changing face of anti-Semitism and anti-Semitism in America today and how we've experienced that. So we're going to be talking about that. I hope you join us in that discussion. It should be a really interesting one because I've got, I've got a few stories to tell. Um, so anyhow, let's go uh, to the first topic of the day. Uh, Elon Musk, the billionaire founder of Tesla and Starlink and lots of other techies type companies, um, has now taken over Twitter, apparently for the good of humanity. Yeah, right. Right. For the, you so, mean for the good of white men. <laughs> uh, <for> the, <laughs> so 
he wrote today on Twitter, right? So that he wrote today on Twitter, he put a statement out. I'm going to read the statement, right? And I think that we can sort of deduce a lot from this. He writes, I wanted to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring Twitter. There has been much speculation about why I bought Twitter and what, what I think about advertising. Most of it has been wrong. The reason I acquired, Twitter, I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. There is currently great danger that social media will splinter into far right-wing and far left-wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. In the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to these polarised extremes as they believe that is what brings in the money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. That is why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I didn't do it to make more money. I did it to try to help humanity in my love. And I do so with humility, recognising that failure in, failure in pursuing this goal despite our best efforts is a very real possibility. That said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. In addition to adhering to the laws of the land, our platform must be warm and welcoming to all, where you can choose your desired experience according to your preferences, just as you can choose, for example, to see movies or play video games ranging from all ages to mature. So, I kind of... Oh, you know, hold a second. There's another, there's another page of this. I'll keep going. Okay. Um, I also, he continues, I also very much believe that advertising, when done right, can delight, entertain, and inform you. It can show you a service or product or medical treatment that you never knew existed, but it's right for you. For this is to be true, it is essential to show Twitter users advertising that is relevant as possible to their needs. Low relevancy ads are spam, but highly relevant ads are actually content. Fundamentally, Twitter aspires to be the most respected advertising platform in the world that strengthens your brand and grows your enterprise. To everyone who has partnered with us, I thank you. Let's build something extraordinary together. Well, every word of that was absolute bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's pretty interesting, right, that he's come out and said that because obviously the, he knows that Twitter is about to get taken over by insane trolls. And that is, in fact, true. The Washington Post has reported on this um, as of recording this. This is on Friday in the technology section in the Washington Post. With the headline, racist tweets quickly surface after Musk closed Twitter deal. Uh, and it's the, the article begins, an emboldened cast of anonymous trolls spewed racist slurs and Nazi memes onto Twitter in the hours after billionaire industrialist Elon Musk took over the social network on Thursday, raising fears of how his pledge, his pledge of unrestricted free speech could fuel a new wave of online hate. So I've noticed this anecdotally. I've noticed this. A lot of COVID conspiracy theories. Here's one I just pulled up randomly uh, from someone called... Um, the Hodge twins, I think there's some right-wing shock jokes, I don't know. COVID was engineered in a lab in China and leaked to the rest of the world, right? Um, so this is so they're doing this because Elon Musk has taken over Twitter. Right. Now, he there's there's still and according to the Washington Post org, I read the same one. There's still there's still um guardrails in place. So like, you know, the Nazi memes and the the posts that are screaming racial slurs, they're still getting pulled eventually, and the accounts are getting banned. Like people who were previously banned pop mm. up and say, Ah, oh, I'm back. They're getting banned again because, well, they're still banned for the moment. Mm. But uh, Musk has got to undo most of that. I mean, he's he's already pledged to fire 75% of the staff, which means the platform is going to be completely uncontrollable. 
Well, he said he won't do that. So he said he would. He first of all said there were rumours that he would do that, and then that, that he won't do that. Uh, so I don't. We'll I mean, see. It does, it, yeah, right. It doesn't really. The, the, the thing is, I think it doesn't matter what he wants. He's now controlling a beast that he. It's an uncontrollable beast, right? And this is the problem that so these social media companies have that they built this platform, they build these platforms, and they then they unleashed something that they had no real control over. And they I don't think they really realized what they'd unleashed. Um, and, and to be fair, it's not like anybody really understood that. Right, 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 right. And it's look, I, I hate Facebook, right? I genuinely despise Facebook. I think Facebook is a genuinely bad company. It's a terrible company, right? But there are things that they've done that I understand, right? Like the political stuff. They've tried to really try to curtail that. They, they you know, their algorithm and, and suppressing content on the platform, misinformation, they are trying something, right? It, it, it's an almost impossible task when you've built a social network with billions of followers. It's, it's almost impossible. So they are Especially trying. Especially when I, one side is deliberately trying to game the algorithm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, e- e- exactly. Right. So, you know, there, the, there is. I have some sympathy. I do have some sympathy for the way that w- the way in which Twitter and Facebook have tried to clamp down on the trolls. I think they've not done a great job, uh, and they continue to not do a great job. But you know, look, they kicked Donald Trump off after after you know after a long time. You know, he he did a huge amount of damage, but they did kick him off. So I'm, I'm fairly certain that Donald Trump is going to be back, which is not going to be good for the world. I think it's going to be absolutely terrible for the world uh, if, if Trump comes back on, you know, onto the platform um, because he's free to just spread misinformation, right? And exactly. Musk is going to have to deal with this. He's going to have to deal with all of this bullshit. He's not going to be that easy for him, you know? Um, perhaps and there'll be some like positive... He, it's not like he has any talent in this arena. It's not like he has any background in it or any skills. And, you know... He could hire people to do it, but that means he has to let them do it. And there's no particular indication that he's going to let them do it. He's going to want them to do what he wants, which means he'll be getting in the way. He'll be micromanaging, and that's not going to work. Yeah. So, it, it you know, interesting times. I hope, I wish there was another platform Um another good platform that I could use. Now, basically, Facebook, we, we, we have a bit of a conundrum, really, on the on the banter, and that Facebook has essentially destroyed our um, our reach, uh, completely destroyed. We've got 40,000 followers on Facebook, right? And Facebook is essentially gives us access to almost none of them. Right. Um, the, the You know, we'll post something on Facebook, and it will reach, I don't know, 300 people, maybe? If we're uh, lucky, something like that. If we're if we're lucky, um, I'm looking on our Facebook page now. Uh, we posted something to forty thousand followers the other day, and it got six likes. <laughs> Jesus! Now six here's likes. Here, here's something about that whole thing that Musk put up that's important to pay attention to, because I mean the media does this; they've been doing it for decades. The whole both sides have extremists. Now, it's important to note it. What's the what's the extreme of the left? The extreme of the left is like, say, Bernie Sanders. That's the extreme mm-hmm. left. And, you know, it's free health care and unions and, uh, you know, a higher minimum wage, whereas the extreme right is 
death to all Jews. Um, so, you know, by equating the both and saying, you know, these both sides are equal, we, you know, we, we need to have space for both sides, and but we have to do something about the extremes. What, what he's doing there is, is the same thing that all both sideists do, right? By saying both sides are so extreme, is by, is you, you, when everyone's extreme, no one's extreme. Mm. So when you say, I'm just going to make it so we can all talk, you give space to the right to do whatever the fuck they want because the response is always, well, the left is just as bad. Mm. I mean, look at those, look at those, look at those progressives. I mean, my God, look at the things they're saying. What? Kill corporations? Oh my God, that is just as bad as kill all the Jews. Yeah, we mm. really, we really should just like clamp down on all of it, or don't. You know, so it's it's like it's it's this bullshit game that he's going to be playing, where you know he's either going to be centering everything from the left and the right and the far right, which I seriously doubt, right? Because his audience is the far right at this point, or he's going to let it all run loose. And then just say, well, you know, it's free speech. It's the marketplace of ideas. We just have to let everyone fight it out. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't think, you know, I think the left, a lot of people on the left have made Musk out to be sort of cartoonishly evil. I don't think he's cartoonishly evil, right? I think he's, you know, built well, he's cartoonishly of- privileged. Yeah, right, right. I mean, he's a billionaire, right? I mean, he's a billionaire. He's an interesting guy. He's built some interesting companies. Uh, I think a lot of his, you know, I I do, I know people um, who work in tech who think the guy is completely full of shit. Uh, But I'm not, I'm not business savvy or tech savvy enough to, you know, ascertain whether that description of him is valid or not, right? Like, I, I just don't know enough about I don't know enough right. to, to say that he's a fraud, right? I generally think that you don't build giant companies like that by being stupid, right? I think he I don't think he's stupid. He's clearly not stupid. But I think he's not equipped I certainly think he's not equipped to run a social media company. And I think that he, you know, his idea of right, as you say, right, his prescription, he think if he thinks both sides are just as bad, right, then you've already not understood the problem that the country faces. You know what I mean? The far left and the far right are, as you say, not equivalents, right? Like, well, he's invested in not, in not understanding that because it doesn't, it doesn't help him to understand that. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's, a rich, he's a rich white guy and a rich white guy does not want to understand that he's part of that problem. Hmm. So you know, we'll see. I'm I'm not I'm not getting off of Twitter anytime soon. I'm staying on the platform. I'm going to see where it goes. Like it's one of the only ways that we can reach our audience now, other than through the newsletter. Uh, you know, we moved to a newsletter because Facebook essentially cut our reach, and Twitter isn't that great um, for uh, reaching our audience. So obviously, we're now on email where they can't really get to that. Although they're trying, um, the tech companies are trying. <laughs> yeah, no, they do. You know, Google, they, you know, they filter messages and put them into different folders for you. That that's cutting our reach down as well. So, um, you know, I, <sighs> I I'm gonna, I, I'm want to be open minded about Elon Musk's uh, new um, takeover, but I'm not optimistic. I'm really not optimistic. <clears throat> given what I've seen already on day one and all the sort of, they it's emboldened it is definitely emboldened right wing idiots and, and conspiracy theorists. Right. 
right? It's like, the, yeah, like the idea that, you know, there were two theories on on um, on COVID, that it was a lab leak and, uh, or it emerged naturally in the market. There, there aren't two competing theories, right? There is yeah, one. Yeah, one's, one's real and one is just made up. <laughs> well, it, it's not made necessarily made up. It's just not followed by most scientists, right? There are some serious scientists who think it's legit, right? But not, it's like, you know, I wouldn't say it's as extreme as, cli- as climate change denialism, but it's not dissimilar, right? It's like this con- scientific consensus is that it wasn't a lab leak. That's the general theory among scientists. So if you're saying that it was it was a lab leak, um, you're not in the majority, uh, and it's certainly not a t- you know both sides are valid, right. right? It's it's absolutely certainly not both sides are valid. So you know. Um, but now that's not going. I think I feel like Twitter. That's what's going to happen now. We're going to be seeing. That's the kind of place Elon Musk wants to see. You know, where climate change denialism and you know uh, <laughs> climate change realism are seen as both valid. You know, competing theories. Yeah, whoever uh, gets to, who can ever yell the loudest. Yeah, who who yells yells the loudest? Who sp- um, spreads the most kind of viral content? That's the world we're about to head into. So, yay. Whoopie do. Very exciting. Yes. So moving on, uh, Kanye West, our good friend Kanye West, the Jew hater who apparently, and there's lots of reports now about how, mu- how much he loves Hitler. Uh, some absolutely terrifying um, inside stories from people who know him who talked about Kanye's obsession with Hitler. Apparently I he mean, he, his- he does understand that Hitler would kill him, right? I don't know. I mean, I think that from what I understand of the Nazis, I don't think they were particularly interested in in um, Africans or, or black people. I don't think they because it wasn't really relevant to them. Uh, so I don't know whether they how, whether they would have killed had had yes. I mean, had black people been in Germany, I'm sure yeah they would have been killed for sure. Um, but <laughs> I don't know whether he particularly. I mean, they had it out for Jews. Jew, Jews were the, that was the, that was the main target, right? The animosity towards inferior races was uh, the, the the Jews were at the the absolute bottom of the pile. You know oh, the God. the the so called you know the rats in the sewer. So oh yes, um, but where are the supervillains? We're right, always supervillains. Super yeah, um, but so Kanye has been busy basically making the situation that he found himself in worse, worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. So, you know, um, do you read the story about him going into the the headquarters of Skechers, another shoe company, after Adidas finally cut him off? Adidas finally, 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 finally um, uh, terminated their deal with him. It's going to cost them a quarter of a billion dollars. But I don't know what took them so long. I mean, why did they take so long to do this? Like, it's crazy. I, I wonder if it was public pressure or if it was when he went out and did the interview and said, they can't cut me. Now what? And they finally said, oh, yeah. really? Fuck yeah. you. Or if it was the public pressure. I, I, I would really like to know which one of those two things or if it was a combination of both that finally it, tipped them over. It doesn't make them look good, though, right? It doesn't make them look good having waited so long to do this. You, you need to get out in front of these kind of things and... and I mean, I get it. A quarter of a billion dollars is a lot of fucking money to lose, but it's like, it's a lot, I mean, yeah. you, you got to do it. You can't just let this guy just keep spouting off like this. 
you just can't in this day and age. It's just you can't get away with that sort of thing and have your company smeared as the god the company that works with anti semites. It's you just mm. can't. Mm. It's so public relations suicide. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he's really been on it, right? This is uh, th- there's an article in the Atlantic. There's an excellent article in the Atlantic this week by Yeah Rosenberg. Uh, and this is, I'm going to just read an excerpt from this. This week, Kanye became the latest anti-Jewish conspiracy theorist to be undone by his own delusions. What began with a few unhinged social media posts on the artist, who now goes by Yee, culminated in a week-long whirlwind of anti-Jewish invective. In interviews on online, Yee's tirades took a depressingly familiar form. Unable to address his problems rationally, he resorted to the age-old avoidance strategy of pinning them on the Jews. Of Angered course. by ex-wife Kim Kardashian's public revelation that he, she had sex with her then-boyfriend in front of a fireplace, he railed that it's Jewish Zionists that's about that life, that's telling this Christian woman that has four black children to put that out as a message in the media. Ye also assailed black performers doing a movie, quote, doing a movie on a Jewish platform like Disney. Notably, Kardashian and her family have an exclusive t- TV deal with Hulu, which is owned by Disney. Simply put, instead of honestly reckoning with the true causes of his pain, he offloaded it onto the Jews, which meant that, in the end, the rapper was left with his pain and not much else. He was dropped by his talent agency. His clothing line was pulled from Gap stores, and Adidas, the distributor of Yee's popular sneakers, severed its ties with him. It took one week of conspiracy theorising to undo a lifetime of artistic attainment. It was not just Yi, however, who lost out on this deeply depressing affair. Obviously, Jews did too, and not just from the anti-Semitism itself. Yi's estrangement from polite society might seem like a victory against anti-Jewish prejudice. It's certainly better than the alternative, but it will also fuel the very ideology it's meant to combat. After all, when an anti-Semite suffers consequences for falsely claiming that sinister Jews control the world, he can then point to that punishment as vindication of his views. For Jews, this is a no-win scenario. If they stay silent, the anti-Semitism continues unabated. If they speak up and their assailant is penalised by non-Jewish society, anti-Semites feel affirmed. Heads the bigots win, uh, tails Jews lose. This is the cruel paradox that has perpetuated anti-Semitism for centuries. So, yeah, that's why I've been so... um, I rate about this because this it plays into obviously incredibly dangerous. But when the when there is a backlash, he gets to again blame the Jews for all of it. Right, right. You know, it, I mean, he he he's he's now now he can run around and say it's like oh the, the you know the great elite Jewish cabal, the globalist cabals, the ones that destroyed my you know they're the ones that stole one point five billion dollars from me because that's that's what he's going to be saying. He's going to be going on Fox News and. OAN yep. and blah 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 and saying oh the Jews the Jews targeted me and look what they did they destroyed my life it's like oh okay there yeah, yeah. they're the ones that destroyed your life I mean look like you know the, 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 this is this kind of thinking is it is actually very prevalent in in the hip hop community it's very very prevalent I've heard this many 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 times um, and even got into debate with debates with people in the industry who say like okay yeah i don't agree with the anti-semitism but can we at least talk about the jews controlling the business i'm like wait a second (laughs) hold on (laughs) um no uh because it's just bullshit right it's like um all jews control hip-hop industry there are millions and millions and millions of jews worldwide like I, i can pretty much tell you that most of them don't control you know the record industry or the media 
right? There are Jews in prominent places there, but it's not like a little cabal working to kind of, you know, further some sort of Zionist elite cabal where they control the global money and all that kind of stuff. So this is, you know, you see this stuff. We talked about this last week, right? But you you, you see this stuff across all, spe- everywhere in society, all demographics, all of them. The anti-Semitism is rife everywhere. It's it's a depressing fact. Like the Labour Party in the UK um, all, all, was just packed full of anti-Semites. This is a liberal left-wing organisation, right? And like I knew somebody who left the Labour Party because of the anti-Semitism. Um, like it, it's absolutely everywhere. And, and this Kanye West's uh, parroting of this horrible kind of nazi ideology or the start it's actually you know it's the elders of zion right it's the the um all that the, the russian disinformation the protocols, think, of, the protocols sorry, of yeah, elders. the protocols of, yeah what's it called the, the protocols of the elders of zion there you go right the protocols of the elders of zion the russian this is a russian invention uh which obviously led to my family fleeing <laughs> that, that kind of stuff led to my family fleeing what was then ukraine and poland um or then russia rather uh, so, you, yeah, very dangerous. Um, I'm glad that Yi, I'm not even going to call him Yi, Kanye, wherever his name is. Yeah, um, I refuse I'm glad to call Yi. Yeah, right. It's just another marketing ploy. Um, so, yeah, he, he uh, he's lost everything. He's no longer a billionaire. Boo-hoo. Yeah, I'm very sad about that. Very but, sad uh... about that. Yeah, the only, the only thing that that's given me like any any joy about this is that I've seen a, a fair amount of the black community has not rallied to his side, be like, "Oh, he's persecuted." They've been like, "No, fuck him." Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That, that that's been good to see. That has been good to see. There's a lot of there are a lot of prominent. I think LeBron James cut business tight. Did I can't remember? There was some joint thing LeBron uh, pulled out of. Um, I might be wrong about that, but yeah, there's been a lot of prominent black people who've disavowed disavowed his statements. So that's great. That's nice to hear. Um, the neo-Nazis still love him. Of course so, they do. Of course they do. He's one but, of uh, the good ones. Right. Yeah, he's right. Exactly. It's as if Kanye thinks he's got all these friends on the right. It's like, no, dude, they hate you too. They hate you, you just, more, but they still hate you. He's a, He's a useful idiot for the right. Yes, exactly, exactly. Anyway, there's our uh, our weekly uh, Kanye West. Um, uh, we, we seem to be talking about Kanye West all the time now, uh, but I do think it's important, and, and the reason I wanted, you know, I'm still talking about it is because of the uh, this article, right? Um, the Atlantic piece, I think, outlines why this is this whole thing is like Jews just lose from this, right? Jews just lose any way they play it. Kanye get Kanye says all that stuff. And nothing happens, then it's all out there. Kanye says all this stuff and gets and gets uh, banned. It it just perpetuates the. Well, and that's why the right embraced him so much because they knew it. They knew he was yeah. just a good. He was a good weapon for them. Mm. He was an excellent weapon. Like they don't care about him in the slightest. Mm. He's just being exploited. And he, you know, like once they're done with him, they'll just kick him to the curb because they won't have mm. any more use for him. Right, but it's. I mean, good. Hopefully. This is well. Unfortunately, he's back on Twitter. By the way, I saw that today. <laughs> yeah, Yay. yeah, great. Um, so, anyway, let's uh, moving on. There are there is some some breaking news actually. We're re- recording this on Friday about Nancy Pelosi's husband, um, 
Paul Pelosi, who was attacked in his home. So we didn't announce this in the lead up to the podcast, but this is now tr- obviously um, tr- a trending story now, uh, and will be over the over the weekend that um, uh, Pelosi's husband was violently assaulted during a home invasion, which is pretty awful. He's eighty two years old. They don't know. Uh, they don't know too much about it. So from what we understand, the AP sources they say the suspect who attacked Paul Pelosi. Was, had specifically targeted their home. Apparently, he used a hammer when he was doing this. Uh, well, I, you know, been scouring the news for any um, uh, any any kind of more information about the suspect. So, I mean, what terrible, absolutely terrible. Uh, so it was early in the morning. I think it was like two. Uh, two thirty in the morning. So the poor guy must have been absolutely terrified in, in his house. I'm not going to. So we're not going to speculate on on this. But but mm, there's much speculation mm, inside my head. There's much yes. Very much loud speculation. speculation. <clears throat> yes. So let's let's just for argument's sake say that this was a deranged MAGA lunatic uh, who who has decided that Paul Pelosi is. Um, a, a you know an evil child blood drinking uh, satanist. Oh wait, this just popped up. Um, the assailant who attacked Paul Pelosi was in search of the Speaker of the House. Uh, the intruder confronted the Speaker's husband, Nancy Helms, shouting, "Where is Nancy? Where is Nancy?" Yeah. So okay. Um, well, that gives us a little bit more to speculate on then. <laughs> yes, I'm not, again, again, I want to be like super careful about this because, you know, but I am, um, yeah, who, right. Let's just say that it was a crazy MAGA lunatic. Would you be surprised? No, and I'm going to be even less surprised by how the Republicans react to it. I will tell you exactly how they're going to react to it. They're going to react in two ways. They're going to say, it was a false flag. Mm. They're going to give lots of thoughts and prayers. And also, it was a false flag. It was actually Antifa pretending to be um, a, a Republican so they could uh, try and swing the election. That's mm. what they're going to be saying in the next over the next couple of days. Mm. We could have six years of this guy's social media saying that he loves Trump. If it mm. turns out that's what this is, and they'll still say it was Antifa trying to swing the election. Yeah. Yep, I I I agree, and uh, they'll say that it wasn't really, you know, um, if it was you know, a right wing lunatic, they'll try to downplay that too. If it becomes completely obvious, um, well, that and they'll be screaming about how blue cities are filled with crime, and this just proves that Democrats are soft on crime because they have no fucking shame. Yes, no. but look, the fact that the fact that the we, you know. Sources are now indicating that the the attacker specifically targeted their home and was asking where Nancy was. Leads one to believe that there's a good, at least a good chance that let's let's just say there was a political um, motivation. <laughs> let's just let's just say if if it was found that he had booked tickets to Washington D.C. Um, on January fifth of two thousand twenty one, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Exactly. So yes, I don't know. Um, anyway, terrible. It's awful uh, that that I don't. You know, obviously, 
when anybody is 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 the um, target of violence, right? Any politician, no politician deserves to be attacked in their home uh, with a hammer at two in the morning. It's just it's absolutely terrifying, and it is it, it is it is sort of a sign of how toxic the political culture in America has become, right? That this is like this is where we're at now. Uh, that you can attack elderly people are being attacked. Elderly people are being attacked in their their homes. Um, yeah, it's kind of worrying. It's kind of troubling the level of political violence now that we're seeing. And uh, not to um, point fingers too much, but I would say that this is primarily a problem on the right. We know this to be true. We know from FBI statistics, the FBI are actively working on you know the like white supremacist te- uh, political groups in America are the biggest. Th- you know that. That's, it's just a fact now that they are the biggest threat to America. Domestic terrorism, like white terrorism in America is the biggest threat to America. It's far more dangerous than all other types of terrorism. We know Absolutely. that to be true. So anyway, that's a, I'm sorry, yeah, that's a disturbing story that we reported on. Well, hopefully um, he's he's okay and uh, he'll rec- recover from this. But Well, they not. do say he's full, expected to fully recover, which is a miracle considering he was attacked with a fucking hammer. But... With a hammer, god damn it. Yeah, that's terrible. So, okay, um, moving on to our next story, we have uh, Georgia, right? This is kind of worrying. Chuck Schumer was overheard on the tarmac talking to Biden on a, on a hot mic we're saying that um, things are going downhill in Georgia between Raphael Warnock and insane MAGA candidate Herschel Walker. The polls right now um, appear to be tied. There's, a, there's an article in Politico that was published on uh, on Friday said um, Republicans appear undaunted by new abortion allegations against Georgia Senate can- candidate Herschel Walker with national GOP headliners continue to campaign for him and no immediate shift in the polls. Conservatives in the state say they are more concerned about control of the Senate chamber shifting to Republicans than they are about an individual candidate and they are willing to look past Walker's personal scandals as a result. Current polling averages show the two candidates in a dead heat. And that tells you this everything is kind of crazy. you need to know about Republicans. <laughs> Mm. Everything that he needs to know. Is, I mean, this guy, yeah, Warnock yeah. is a literal reverend. He's an actual right. reverend. And mm. white evangelicals in Georgia, you know, the supposed the, the supposed party of religion, party of God, will vote for an abusive, violent uh, lunatic who's give who's had at least two women have abortions. One of whom is mm. forced to do it, and mm. they would rather vote for that guy than an actual reverend because they want power. So they don't actually care about anything that they say they care about. They care about power. So honestly, like the next time someone in the you know in the press, like, well, you know, they're the party of this, they're the party of this, like, no, they're not. They're the party of give me power at all costs and I don't give a shit because they don't care about mm. anything else. Nothing they say matters. Everything they say is a lie. They don't even their whole law and order thing. If you gave uh, if you told a mob of evangelicals, they could go out there and rape and pillage. They would absolutely do it because they don't care about law and order. They care about power. Right. And they're fucking hypocrites and they're disgusting. <laughs> And the and the fact that the Republican Party is is just getting behind this is is 
just sort of mind-blowing, right? That they, I mean, look, right? I get, you know, the battle for the Senate is, is you know, this is, this is absolutely vital. Um, but the Republican Party can't claim to have any, it's no longer the party of, of morality, like in any way. I mean, not that it ever really has been, but at least they could sort of, there was some sort of consistency, right? Um, with, with a lot of their candidates. I would say the traditional GOP candidate is not like Herschel Walker. Do you know right. what I mean? Like traditionally speaking, that, that, he's not that he's not, that, not that insane, not that crazy, right? But this is now a kind of testament to where the GOP is that you've got a guy, yeah, like as you say, a guy who's <laughs> forcing women to have abortions, uh, and he's now the party, the he's head of the pro life party. Like he's the kind of that's the new face of the pro life, um, uh, pro life Christians, pro life Republicans. It, it's kind of wild. Um, I'm not sure. Obviously, I don't want to play prediction but like Raphael Warnock I, I, I believe it was very close um in 2020 wasn't it there was a runoff right in the Georgia yeah. election between him and um uh who was the guy he was running against I honestly do not recall <laughs> but regardless uh there it was very very close it was a very very close battle and there was um uh, a runoff right do you remember that that after the election yeah. Oh, it was Lo- yeah, Loeffler. Okay, um, Kelly and I remember Loeffler, right? Republicans were freaking out because they wanted Trump to shut the fuck up because he he's the reason they lost both Georgia. Um, the yeah. him, uh, it was Warnock and Ossoff won because Trump wouldn't shut up. He wouldn't shut up, right? So, I hopefully you know this does go Warnock's way. I think that he pulled out a close one before. I do think that there's you know. Women are. There are a lot of reports of um, undercounted kind of women voters, uh, and and I think the polls might they could potentially be missing a blue wave, right? There, well, there I is mean, some nothing. Yes. Georgia voting is through the roof right now. I mean, it's on par right. with the presidential election, and in a midterm, right. that's that's like unprecedented. Like it's it's past mm. the 2018 mm. midterms election, which. That was already unprecedented, and it is pretty much it is mm. almost a law of the universe that the higher the voting, the the more voting there is, the worse Republicans do, or the better Democrats do. So mm. that is not a great sign for Republicans, but it's a pretty good sign mm. for us. So yeah. if that yeah, keeps up, is. especially if it starts being replicated in other parts of the country, that's something to be you know happy about even though right. i can already hear bob's voice don't get happy don't get happy don't get happy don't he's get happy yeah no, right 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 saying, don't get happy but you know but, that's so something. i mean look we shouldn't get happy right shouldn't shouldn't get happy but ne- nevertheless like I, I you know voter turnout is a, is is it's always good for democrats basically i can't think of a single instance when that hasn't been the case exactly now I do have to say one thing that like you right. said that like, you know you're 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 kind mm. of you're like you know you're you're kind of shocked that Republicans would back someone like Herschel Walker. This is where the party is now. I am not shocked at all, honestly. I mean, you got like you got to remember mm. back in 2017 they backed Roy Moore, who uh, uh, he he admitted that he sexually assaulted a 14 year old. Because mm. it was biblical, and Republicans went out there 
and they defended him using the Bible. After that, right. I was just there's nothing they cannot defend short of right. like killing and eating a small child. And even that, I'm pretty sure yeah. they're going to defend when we when that comes to light that that happens. It's like cannibalism. It's in the Bible. It's okay. Don't yeah. worry about it. And as long God as he said. as long as he votes. Right, as long as he votes along the lines, of, you know, in the way that we want. Right, him as to, long as he supports care. Trump and he's a Republican, we don't mind that he killed and ate a small child in the name right. of Jesus. Right, which is we- which is weirdly what they are accusing the Democrats of doing. Right, they are accusing the Democrats of of basically being. Well, you know, you know what children. I always say: it's like every Republican accusation is a confession, and since they keep accusing us of drinking blood, that's really making me wonder which one of them is doing it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Laura Logan, what was it, like, the blood libel, that was last week's uh, both sides, wasn't it? You had had Laura Logan, right? Yeah, it's just a matter of time until we find out that some of them are actually doing it, because I swear to God, everything (laughs) they accuse of us is something that they do or have wanted to do. They are doing. It's just a matter of time. So let's, we we, we want to quickly talk about the the, the John Fetterman hypocrisy as well, right? So... uh, Republicans are, on the one hand, supporting Herschel Walker, a guy who's got, he, he's almost certainly brain damaged and, um, you know, a crazy person, a physically violent, crazy person, right? And yep. on the other hand, they are and, now and, and, very and, 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 concerned I mean, about... What is it? What is it again? CTI? CTE. What is it? What's, CT. I'm sorry, it's just CT. Yeah. So oh, and see, they're, okay. they're all in on that. With, with, yeah, with John Fetterman, right? So John Fetterman, um, this is the, the 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 race in Pennsylvania. He's facing off against uh, MAGA MAGA backed candidate Dr. Oz, uh, who is a really truly vile, reprehensible candidate. Um, and now they Bob wrote a piece about it this week. I, I urge everybody to read that um, if you can. Um, that's that's out for free. But this is. Uh, they are basically saying this guy's not qualified to fit to be in the Senate because he, you know, he his debate performance was was awful. I watched some of the debate, right? It it wasn't great. Like he didn't perform very well. Like that's true. Uh, but it was as expected for someone who's recovering from a stroke. Um, and his doctors are saying that he's going to get better as well, right? So he's improving. He's right. improving almost daily. So and he's expected to make a kind of pretty much a full recovery. Uh, so, you know, and these are you know these aren't Republican doctors; these aren't Trump doctors. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, right? So, so I think that, um, yeah, I obviously the guy you concerned about the guy. I don't think he he. Uh, I feel bad for the guy; like he had a stroke. But th- this idea that he's not, he shouldn't be going to the Senate because of this or that he's not fit to, you know, he's not fit to, to, to have a job or anything like that is preposterous. It, it's completely ridiculous. Um, like he was medically checked out. Uh, his, he has all his mental faculties other than I think it's processing auditory stuff. He gets confused um, uh, when trying to kind of construct sentences and, and when he, there's some sort of issue with his, um, sentences get jumbled when when they come in so he has a hard time kind of deciphering uh text sometimes but that's that will that will go away 
Uh, so Bob right. wrote a great piece this week. And it's just the, the, the hypocrisy is mind blowing that you could back Herschel Walker and say that this guy is fit to be in the Senate, but Fetterman, who um, is not, right? It, it, it's completely nuts. It's and, gibberish. And massively hypocritical. Yeah, like absolutely gibberish. And there was an article this week in, in Barry Weiss's newsletter, uh, Barry oh, Weiss, please. who is the anti-woke, the, uh, the anti-woke former New York Times um, editor who has basically now making a living out of uh, the, the kind of anti-woke activism stuff. And they penned a piece saying that, you know, uh, the liberal media was covering this up, that John Fetterman is is um, actually, you know, very seriously impaired. And nobody, like all the headlines that week were saying, you know, a, a, a clearly impaired Fetterman struggled during the debate. All of them, the New York Times, MSNBC, NBC, uh, Politico, like every single outlet noticed this and re- reported on it. But according to Barry Weiss or whoever the person was who wrote the article, uh, the, the liberal media is trying to suppress this fact. Um, they're not. Right? No, not they're at not all. trying to suppress it. No, and a lot not. of them got every... ripped, and a lot of them got ripped up for their coverage of it because it wasn't correct the way they've been covering his uh, the way he's been dealing with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At all, exactly. they haven't they haven't been dealing with it properly at all. The way they've been describing it is he can't process languages like that's not entirely accurate at all. He can process it with a little bit of help. It's not that he can't understand it or process it. He just yeah, there's a, a delay thing, with yeah. his speech. You know, it's right. not that he can't he can't you know he can read, he can write, he can understand it. He just there's a delay with his with between his auditory. That's not the yes. same thing as not being able to process language. But and that's not how they've been reporting it. <laughs> right, and he's expected to make a full recovery. This is the 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 um, you know, I think that's the salient point here. That he's expected to make a full recovery. I don't think Herschel Walker is expected to make a full recovery from from being a violent predator. Yeah, and even if he didn't, let's say he didn't. Let's say he has a hearing impairment for the rest of his life. It's a hearing impairment. That's not the same thing right. as not being he. If he was completely deaf for the rest of his life, so what? That doesn't mean he can't so what? do it's the th- job. Yeah. Right. Right, right? Exactly. I mean that's that's um, what that's essentially what it is. It's not essentially, yes. it, but it's just a variation of that. That he has an auditory issue right now, and if he was right. rendered deaf, we wouldn't be like, "Oh, the man can't hear." How could he possibly be a senator? No one would ever even think to say that, lest they be dragged out into the street by deaf people and be beaten. It's like, what are you kidding me? You can't do that. You can't say that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Thankfully, thankfully, it hasn't really affected the polls. So, um, yeah, they, they're like he still looks. Fetterman looks on course to win, so that's good. Uh, thank, thank, thankfully, Pennsylvania is not Georgia, right? Right. It's like it's not. It's not. It's it's MAGA-ish Pennsylvania. It's not deep MAGA uh, like Georgia. Although Georgia is changing, Georgia is changing very dramatically. Like this is good. It is good news that you know um, Warnock is is uh, he's probably slightly favoured to win. Um, that is good news. That's progress, right, for Georgia, I guess. You know, um, that's been a deep red state for for forever, for as long as I can and remember. That's what one of the things that's freaking Republicans out so badly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so look, let's move on to our both sides now, this week. You, you, you emailed me early again with your pick this week, so we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, what's your 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 pick for this week? All right, so um, I have a, a delightful man named Steve Durham. Um, he's out in Colorado Springs. He is um, a school board member. I'm sorry, state the Colorado State Board of Education, and he has been working for some time now to fuck with the the social studies curriculum in uh, Colorado, and he finally got it changed and his change was and this is from axios durham had the word nazi removed and replaced with the full name the not the national socialist german workers party um now he got it in an early draft and he had to change it after a whole lot of people got really pissed off and he changed it to the nazi socialist german workers party um Meanwhile, he made other changes to the now-approved standards, including omitting references to genocide in countries such as Rwanda, while adding t- um, detailed information about the Communist Party of China. Now, um, there's two there's two things here that he's doing. One, he's trying to link Nazis to socialism, so he can say because this is the thing that the right's been trying to do for decades: the Nazis were socialists, mm-hmm. Democrats are socialists. Therefore, Democrats are Nazis. Okay, the the Nazis are actually a left wing um, phenomena. All right, everything about that is absolutely fucking bullshit. The Nazis are not socialists. There was the, that's like saying that the um the China is a because the name of the the official name of China is the People's Republic of China. There's nothing about China that's a republic. China is a straight up totalitarian dictatorship. Okay. There's no republic there. It's just a name. Mm. And to say that Nazis are socialists because they call themselves socialists is a straight-up lie, and anyone who's read any kind of history knows this, including Republicans who know they're lying about it. Now, Mm. the other part of this, and this is the important part, like the more important part, they're trying to detach Nazis from fascism because fascism is a right-wing thing. And you can't be a fascist, which is a Nazi thing. Well, not just a Nazi thing. If Nazis are still attached to fascism, because no one wants to be associated with Nazis and fascism. Mm. But if you can detach the two, if you can unattach them, if you can have Nazis and fascism be two separate things, Nazis weren't fascists. They were socialists. Then you Mm. can say, hey, fascism's okay. Fascism's all right. We can be fascists because it's clean. It's safe. Had nothing to do with Nazis. Nazis were socialists because they are trying to build a fascist party. And it's hard to do that if it's still tainted by Nazis. So it's a two-track thing they're trying to do there. They're trying to push off Nazis onto the left and clean up fascism, which is what they're trying to build right now as a party. So it's really fucking disturbing they're trying to teach this in schools. Ugh. Terrible. Um, And there's nothing like this on the left. (laughs) Nope. So I've got a I've got a right wing pastor who's Hank Kuhneman. Uh, this is a he's a guy he hosts a um, he's a church in Nebraska. It's the congregation at his Lord of Hosts Church in Nebraska, right? So he's the he's the the right wing pastor there. So he's been railing against Democrats, um, you know, for for a long time, and he's a self proclaimed prophet. Uh, oh, and God. he guaranteed that former Donald Trump would win re-election in 2020. 
And he's also he won't he, he he won't take back he won't take back his prediction. Uh, he has said this week that um, here we go. He here we go. So he said the donkey party of the non-religious affiliation, the anti-Christian movement, the anti-true God movement. He's talking about the Democrats here. He said now they've gone after the children. And you can have some dude dressed up in a wig and call themselves a woman and read to your children. Hell no, not in my school and not to my kid. I don't want no pervert and I don't want no paedophile in my school reading to my kids and I don't want their curriculum. All right. He says, uh, he, he says, then he says, how many more kids are going to have to be boiled, eaten because you won't do anything, Pastor? pastor you won't do anything christian because you don't want to get involved in politics he asked so you think the perverts are going to reform america you think the donkey and the rhinos are going to reform america you think the media is the voice of truth and that god's prophets are lying to the people look at the answers for the donkey agenda that people are eating the state of the church has been reduced to dung the exploiting and the attacks against our children what's the answer O two 2 kings 7 chapter 7 verse 1 a prophet arises of of course he's the prophet of course so there we go yeah we're gonna <laughs> jesus Christ. Uh, kids are being boiled and eaten and um there are perverts anyone any man who puts a wig on and dresses as a woman is therefore a pedophile and a pervert uh, and should not be allowed to read to children delightful That's just delightful yep delightful delightful, delightful. yeah to so that guy uh Keep an eye out. This guy's going to be a big star, I think. Hank Kuhneman in Nebraska is going to be a big star, so watch out for him. I'm sure he'll have a political career soon and be invited to speak at CPAC. So, anyway, there we go. That's mm. our show for the day. Um, we'll be back next week with the great Bob Seska. So, apologies um, to our audience who wanted to who wanted to tune in and hear and hear Bob's uh, Bob's made for radio voice you've just had to deal with a londoner <laughs> and a brooklyn night we've done our best hope you've hey, enjoyed yo. it hey yo what's up all right mate yo, yo. um so we are going to be heading into the members only section where we are going to be discussing our own jewish upbringing right what that was like being kind of half half a jew or jewish and not really a jew but maybe a bit of a jew and um you know I've got some anti-Semitic stories I want to share with you, stuff I've I've, I've experienced and uh, what that means to today. So um, I hope people will come and listen in. Uh, it'll be a f- good, fun um, podcast. And uh, you can get a free trial if you would like to listen. Uh, it's a short, well, our members-only podcasts are a bit shorter. They're about 20 minutes long. Um, and usually we just, it's a bit more free-for-all. We just, more a bit more swearing, uh, a bit more... Uh, kind of a relaxed banter in the members only section but we we really like that and we really like interacting with our uh listeners with our members so you can you know there's some good usually some lively threads as well in the members only uh podcast um comment section so hopefully we'll see you there and uh if not we'll see you next week later